It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Governor Mike DeWine, kind enough to uh, take a few minutes out of his busy schedule and uh, join us. Uh, Governor, great to hear from you again. And how are you uh, holding up in these uh, strange times in which we live? Hey, Roy, good morning. Uh, I'm doing doing fine. I think we had enough rain in Ohio. Well, in case you don't, I'd say we've got more coming. <laughs> know that yeah really. uh yeah unfortunately wow. but uh what do they say april showers and may flowers and then who knows what we're going to get in june but uh or, or something uh, you know old mother nature's going to have her way one way or the other <laughs> can't control it right? yeah uh well uh, governor i appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, i know that you have a very busy schedule but um uh, for taking a couple of minutes to join us here uh first question i'd like to ask you is um we hear so much about uh, testing and uh contact tracing uh in lieu of a vaccine or a treatment uh, being uh, one of our major weapons to fight against the coronavirus uh, where are we uh, especially when it comes to testing capacity and uh, we hear so much about the uh, private sector are, are they going to be able to deliver what we need well i think the private sector certainly is 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 kicking in i mean i'm looking at the test numbers right now just as we speak uh so we're now testing in ohio uh over nine thousand people a day uh that's been fairly steady the last four days actually we were up to ten thousand uh the other day um uh, you know, those numbers need to continue to go up. Um, you know, we have the capacity now to test about 16,000, 17,000. Uh, and we're, you know, that's what I call machine capacity. We got the machines, we got them around Ohio, they got the reagent. Uh, what we've been building, though, is just the infrastructure to get the swabs and all the other things out so that everybody has those. So you're going to see where those numbers to go up, uh, but they just need to keep going. And people say, well, why? What's what's the important thing? Well, two main things. Uh, let's say you get a nursing home and someone is showing signs that they might have it. Uh, you know, the person needs to be tested. Then if they're positive, you need to basically draw a circle around that person. Uh, anybody that they've come in contact with, you know, they need to be tested. Uh, so that that's one, how you deal with the hot spots in, in, in the nursing homes or or let's say the veterans' home that we have up in Sandusky, or veterans' home down in down in in Georgetown. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, the other is just community testing, uh, where you've got someone who's got symptoms, and you test them, and yes, they're positive, and then you go out and do kind of old-fashioned trait was called tracing, but it's not very. It's kind of just a fancy word to find out, you know, who all might they have infected. And, and try then to, uh, you know, isolate that one person uh, and then at the same time figure out who else they may have infected and go out and test and be able to test them uh, as, as well. Uh, so, you know, it, it is a, a process that's probably been used for hundreds of years. Now we have testing to determine someone, yeah, they actually are positive. They're not just showing signs, but they, you know, we can determine they are in fact positive. So that's why the testing is so very important. Uh, you're seeing companies now where uh, they're concerned about their workforce and that if somebody is, you know, positive or somebody, you know, showing signs, they want to, again, be able to go in there 
and uh, test and maybe test everybody to make sure they know who exactly is positive, who is not positive. So the virus is very much still out there. We're opening back, the, you know, business, over 90% of businesses uh, can be open today in, in Ohio. And it's just, you know, it's important that we continue to ramp up this testing. It's also important that people be be careful. Uh, You know, the social distancing uh, is just very, very important. And, you know, when you walk into a store today, you're going to see people uh, who work there wearing masks. And they're doing that to protect you uh, because wearing a mask protects the other guy, basically. Uh, And so we're just, you know, encouraging people they don't have to do it, but we're encouraging people, if you, you know, if you're going to the jewelry store, uh, you, you know, if you're going to the grocery store, wherever you're going, you know, wear a mask. That is basically to help the person who's maybe stocking the shelves or who is the, uh, you know, the person who is at, at the checking you out at the grocery store. So we all have to continue to do what we do and be careful. At the same time, you know, we're working every single day to ramp up ramp up the testing, ramp up the tracing. Uh, Governor, I know early uh, in the thought process uh, you were hoping that uh, we would be looking at a downward case, uh, a downward spiral, hopefully, of deaths, hospitalizations, uh, positive cases of coronavirus before we started to open things back up. Uh, when you look at the uh, COVID-19 stats on the ohio.coronavirus.gov website, it looks like we're in more of a plateau stage right now. So I'm curious, uh, with all that said, what went into your decision-making on the process of reopening the state and the uh, responsible Ohio start plan? Well, I've, I've been very clear. It's, it's a risk, it's, but it's also a risk if we didn't open up Ohio. Uh, and, and the other the risk of not opening up Ohio or opening up businesses, that we just continue to, you know, be in this huge, huge uh, shutdown and that we can't get our economy moving again. So we're trying to do something that's not easy, uh, and that is to move our economy, start it back up, uh, at the same time, continue to, to, to be safe. And the only way we can do this is if, you know, everybody everybody cooperates and everybody understands that this virus did not go away. It's just it's still very, very much out there. I mean, I saw pictures and pictures shown on the national news this weekend. I just saw something on the morning news uh, out of date. Fran just saw it. Uh, pictures of people in Columbus at a bar. Uh, Friday night, and, you know, it looked like uh, uh, Mardi Gras or something. It was just, you know, absolutely crazy. And those people, you know, statistically, we know some of those people, they have to be carrying the virus. They don't may not know it. And this virus, what's strange about it is many, many times people have it and they don't know they have it. So, you know, they may not be showing symptoms, but they're carrying it, they're spreading it. And so when that many people come together in a, in a, in a small area, guess what happens? It spreads. And, you know, we won't see that for a few weeks until, you know, if people got sick and then they end up uh, end up in the hospital. So, the, you know, the chart I'm looking at right now uh, would show that uh, in the last 24 hours we had 449 new cases. Uh, and... You know, hospitalizations, we had 51. Now, these numbers are usually, for some reason, down on the weekend. I don't know if that's underreporting or what's, what's going on. But mm-hmm. if you look at the chart I'm looking at, uh, hospitalizations, which is something I always look at because, you know, it really doesn't depend on testing. What that does is it's based upon who gets sick. 
and you know, it is as you say, Roy. It is a plateau. We plateaued out for about a month, and it may go up one day, down the next day. But if you just kind of draw the line, it's pretty. It's pretty straight, and you know, that's better than going up. But you want, you know, what we would hope to see is to start to see this thing, this thing go down. Uh, you know, we've got a. a there's a word for it, and I can't think of the word, but it's it's a measurement uh, of how much each person who is infected, how many other people that they may infect. And we are now, we were at, uh, I think, 2.5. In other words, two and a half people, every person would, who's, who's had it infected two and a half other people. Well, of course, what that means is it just continues to grow. Well, now we are down to one-to-one. And so that's good. Uh, we would like to get it below one, because once you get it below one, then obviously you start seeing your numbers come down. So uh, I don't want to be pessimistic. I don't want to be optimistic, Roy. Uh, it's, it is what it is. And, you know, if we try to move the economy forward and get things going, get people back to work, uh, got to be careful. Got to be really, really, really careful. Governor Mike DeWine, kind enough to take a few minutes to uh, join us here on Real Roots Radio to talk about coronavirus in the state. Uh, Governor, a few weeks ago, um, when the uh, reopen began in earnest, uh, one of the things that you had originally put out was a uh, mandate for people to wear face masks when they go out. Uh, it was kind of mandated that, as you mentioned a couple of minutes ago, you're not doing it so much for yourself, you're doing it to protect others. And then uh, you decided against that. I'm, I'm curious, what went into that line of thinking? Well, it was our business group, uh, we put a group together to come up with best practices, uh, best practices as we go open the work. For example, we put on our message our, what we decided to do in regard to barbers and people who are working on hair, mm-hmm. who run hair salons. We put barbers and on that working group because they they know how that's you know they know how the real world works when you cut someone's hair. We did the same thing with business people. Well, the business people came back along with our health people and said, look, uh, in retail businesses, uh, we should have people, everybody who walks into a retail store, uh, not only should the people who are working there have to wear masks, but the people who walk into the store. And so that was the recommendation of the group. And, and we put that out, and it was clear that you know we were getting a lot of pushback, and people were just saying, "Hey, the government should not mandate that when I go out my door uh, or when I go into a business, I need to wear a mask." And so we pulled that back, not from the employees. Employees still have to do this, but we pulled it back from mandatory. Now, a business can require that. If you walk into certain businesses today, there'll be a sign that requires a mask. That's up to the business. That's their decision. What I'm saying to everyone else is, look, we're not the government's not going to mandate you do this. We understand that that was offensive to people, but uh, if you're going to take care of other people, if you're going to be considerate of, of, of the, you know, the 20 year old stocking the shelves, or or the uh, of the 60 year old who's checking you out, uh, you know, you should be wearing a mask because they're wearing it to protect you. You need to wear it to to protect protect them. So, well, we just felt mandating it was something that Ohioans just kind of repulsed them. They said, you should, government shouldn't be mandating we do this. So I say, okay, we'll pull that back. I listen. But uh, people need to be careful, and they need to be helpful. 
Uh, and we are all in this together because this is a this is a problem where uh, you know what you do. This is a challenge where absolutely what you do impacts people who you don't even know, and that's what's different about this than most of the things we do in, we do in life. Most of the things we do in life, if you, you know, if you want to go off and, and do whatever you do uh, in this country, we say, well, hey, you know, that's go 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 do it. Well, not as as long as you're not infringing on someone else's rights, hey man, go do whatever you want to do, and that's our that's our style, and we love that. Uh, in this particular case, uh, you can do that, but you are really you know risking other other people's lives, and that's what's that's what's scary uh, about this whole thing, and that's why you know we're asked we're asking people to do things that in the past they would never have done, or they would have thought well. Why in the world would you be asking? Well, it's a different time. And and the good news is, it's not going to last forever. It may last for another year, but it's not going to last forever. We're going to get through this, this pandemic, and we're going to move on. But we got to get through it. Uh, Governor, I wanted to ask you, as long as we've known each other, you know I'm a big sports guy, and uh, there's been some confusion uh, when it comes to high school sports. Uh, I heard uh, the lieutenant governor talk about this, I believe, last Thursday. Uh, There's a little confusion uh, when it came to uh, allowing non-contact sports to be open, uh, such as baseball, about the the fields at the schools. Uh, We hear the OHSAA saying, uh, well, we didn't close. Uh, We heard the lieutenant governor say, well, that wasn't mandated for the facility for the fields as much as the facilities. So could you provide a little clarification on uh, if school fields are open and whose decision it will be yeah. if they are open or not? Yeah, we're working on that. I mean, we, we did not, there was no intention initially to tell the schools to close athletic fields. Uh, but I, I think a number of them did. Now that we have guidance for non-contact sports, uh, for example, softball or or, or baseball this summer, uh, you know, those fields are going to be needed. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think what we're probably going to end up with is some clarity in the next couple of days, uh, and that clarity is probably going to be just it's going to be up to the, the school, uh, you know, where they open that up or not. Uh, the key is that we have, uh, you know, we had a group together of people who, who play sports, uh, and they came up with the best practices of how to stay as safe as you can playing baseball, for example. So mm-hmm. uh, we hope to see baseball this summer uh, with kids. And, uh, you know, again, people will need to be careful. They'll need to keep their keep their social distance. Uh, but we can't let, you know, the summer go by without kids having anything to do. Absolutely. And, uh, Governor, before we go, uh, obviously we've learned a lot in a short time about coronavirus, but there's so much more that we don't know. Uh, obviously, uh, a lot of folks are pointing toward the fall. Will there be a second wave uh, combined with the, the normal flu season? Uh, as we look to the future, uh, what is your biggest concern going forward about coronavirus in the state of Ohio? Well, my biggest concern is uh, that we just we got to keep doing what we've been doing, which is be careful. Uh, and, you know, that's easier said than done. Uh, I think most Ohioans have been careful. Uh, but it's taking now as we open up and as people are going out more, uh, and look, boy, this just occurs naturally. It's summer, and, and people are out about more. They're driving more. Um, and so as we do that, I just, the message has to be that every Ohioan has a responsibility 
to keep safe for themselves, keep safe for their family, keep safe for others. And and the message is keep your distance, keep the social distancing, uh, wear the mask if you're out in public, and let's, let's all try to try to get through this because what will naturally happen is we have more contacts between people. Uh, you know, you're going to see the number of cases are going to go up. I mean, that we know they're going to go up. Uh, what we don't want is them to go up dramatically and start seeing a spike, uh, and that's that. That is not where we we need to be. So, I think we can do this, but we've got to be we got to be very very careful. We got to stay focused. And again, you know, if you've got a medical problem, uh, if you're over 65, uh, you know, you need to really be extra 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 careful. You know, limit those trips out. Uh, if you're going to the grocery store, go in at some time when it's not very crowded. Uh, get your groceries and, 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 and get on out. Uh, or if you've got somebody who can pick up groceries for you, I mean, just just be careful. Let's all try to, you know, get to the end, end of this. Uh, and because it's a great world out there, but, you know, if you catch this stuff, uh, particularly if you're older, particularly if you have, uh, you know, diabetes or if you're obese or... There's all kinds of things that we know dramatically increase your mortality rate uh, in in this. So be careful, everybody. Keep listening to classic country. Well, you know that, and uh, and hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed that Operation Warp Speed uh, hits a home run, and then we can watch the Reds hit some home runs. Well, let's let's hope. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're going to be watching uh, if they can get the agreement with the, with the players in. I think we're going to be watching on TV the Reds in July. So that's, you know, it's not as good as going, but hey, you know, better than nothing, right? Anything is better than what's on TV these days. I saw uh, cornhole and cherry pit spitting on uh, passing a sports, so anything would be better than that. Well, somebody said, what are they doing? They're broadcasting uh, South Korea. Oh, yes, South Korea baseball, yeah. Yeah, that's Live baseball is showing up, but I don't know. Middle of the night is something I, I I haven't seen it, but apparently it's it's on. So we're we're all hungry for for baseball. You and me both, my friend. Hopefully, we'll get together at a Reds game real soon. Governor, always appreciate yeah. your time. Keeping you informed with real regional headlines every weekday morning and Fox News every hour on the hour. Stay in the know by keeping your dial on Real Roots Radio.